Right about at the center of Main Street in Cooperstown, New York, diagonally across from the old Cooperstown Diner, next door to the Doubleday Cafe, and 396 feet from the three wide stone steps that lead to the entrance of the National Baseball Hall of Fame, sits one of the village's numerous baseball merchandise and memorabilia shops, safe-at-home ballpark collectibles. Here you can purchase all manner of items summoning baseball's past as well as its present. There are scores of ball caps, a Cubs one with a Wrigley Field logo stitched onto it, a Mets cap from 69, numerous Red Sox variations, and even more player jerseys, Mays, Musil, Pujols, Jeter. You can choose from an array of bobbleheads and figurines, wristbands and socks, pens, autographed baseballs and photographs, a trove of miniature helmets. The store sells panini presses that can imprint a team logo onto the toast. I'll have a turkey and Swiss on whole wheat with the Cardinals interlocking STL branded into it, please. This is one of several Cooperstown shops that carries a series of three Abbott and Costello jerseys, each with a respective name and number on the back, to honor the duo's famous routine, who won, what two, and I don't know, three. The retail space at Safe at Home runs narrow and deep, and after sidling past many rows of hanging jerseys and t-shirts, you come, on Hall of Fame induction weekend, the busiest weekend of every year, to a makeshift partition, a rack of pennants and keychains and other knickknacks. Beyond that, there's some carpeting on the hardwood floor, and then a folding table covered by a bright blue cloth, at which, for several shifts throughout the weekend, you can find, sitting and joking and signing for a fee, Pete Rose. The proprietor of Safe at Home, Andrew Vilacki, is a pal of Rose's. When Pete first came up here in the 1990s, there was a lot of controversy and excitement, says Vilacki, a wiry streetwise sort in his mid-forties. He would step out of his car on Main Street and people would cheer and throw up their arms like someone had just scored a touchdown. There were also a lot of people who were bothered by it, like, what is he doing here, recalls Bill Francis, a researcher at the Hall of Fame. People found it distasteful. There is still some of that. Rose, like numerous other baseball stars, has been signing for dollars during induction weekend off and on since 1995, when he debuted at a modern Cooperstown institution called Mickey's Place. He had originally planned to sign there in 93, less than four years into his lifetime banishment from baseball, and just two years after he was made ineligible for induction into the Hall of Fame. He canceled those first appearances, however, after objections from many in the game, including Hall of Famer and former Rose teammate Tom Seaver, who said that Rose is joining the dozens of former big leaguers peddling their autographs in Cooperstown that weekend would, under his particular circumstances, be in bad taste. Upon deciding to stay away, Rose issued a statement saying that he didn't want to do anything that would take away from that year's inductee, Reggie Jackson. After Mickey's place, Rose moved with Vilacki and Vilacki's mentor and business partner Tom Cattle to the short-lived Pete Rose collectibles and then, about five years ago, to safe at home. Still, he has not been a constant fixture. For a while in the mid-2000s, Rose believed, based on conversations with Commissioner Bud Selig and other baseball executives, that he had a chance to gain reinstatement to the game. Rose got the impression from Selig that it would be in his best interest to lie low for a while and not to do things like hold autograph sessions down the street from the Hall of Fame during induction weekend. So, for a few years, Rose didn't come to town. Reinstatement, though, never happened, and the prospects that it would happen seemed to fade. Rose, impatient and irked, 
Pissed in the words of one person close to him, phoned Valaki and said, fuck it, they're not doing what they said they would do, I'm coming back up this year. Over a few days of signing autographs in Cooperstown, depending on the crowd, Rose might make $30,000 or more. The arousal that Rose generates by his appearances during induction weekend has abated in recent years, but only slightly. He still attracts a heavy and ardent following and generates more conversation than the other baseball greats signing their names. And this was particularly true on the late July weekend of 2012, when thousands of Cincinnati fans flooded into Cooperstown to honor the induction of shortstop Barry Larkin, who played for the Reds from 1986 through 2004.